The stress of my modern office has caused me to go into a depression. Depression? Isn't that just a fancy word for feeling bummed out? Dwight, you ignorance! Hello and welcome to another episode of Early Childhood Perspectives. I'm your host, William Cook. I'm an assistant director, preschool teacher, and I've been doing this for about seven years now. And in that time, um, something that's really come up, and especially recently, taking on a new role and responsibilities, has just been different ways to deal with stress in the workplace. Now, this I'm going to do this a bit differently. This is not a normal format, but I thought... This fortnight, we're going to do something completely different. I'm going to keep it short. I'm just going to focus on how to deal with this topic, and then we're done. And share it. Do whatever you want with it. I'd love you to kind of share it on those little Facebook groups because I feel like this is really important. I find too often um, teachers, educators, people in the early education field, we don't actually take care of ourselves. We're so focused. We're so passionate, and we're so in love with what we do. We forget to actually... Make sure that we're okay because we work in an environment that's stressful, that's emotionally draining and physically draining. It's, I think it's unique um, in that it's just, it's full on. It is so full on in so many ways. I'm not going to go on a rant. If you are stressed in the workplace, my journey has told me, get real support. Uh, a Facebook article, the interwebs can only help you to a certain extent. Actually get real support if you're really overwhelmed, if you're stressed, if you've got negative feelings, whatever. Just, I found talking to management really helpful. I've had positive experiences. Um, if it's a bigger problem or if it's something further, some places, even in early education, place I'm working at now has this in place, they have employee support programs. Hit that up. Um, if failing that, go to your GP, be honest with them, and they might be able to get you 10 free Medicare sessions. And I say get real support because often I find we just we push it to the back and we don't actually worry about it because we want to be resilient and we, we want to be tough. Well, this is my experience anyway. But the reality is if you don't get real support and fix up those feelings of stress or being overwhelmed, we work in an environment with one of the most vulnerable people groups, or whatever it's called, children. We work with children. If we're not taking care of ourselves, that will impact on children. I can't, I can't even begin to express the amount of times my stress has gone on to children because we create that atmosphere. We, we are the educators. We are working in partnership with children, and if we're failing to take care of ourselves... It's going to impact on them. And if I can't think of a greater incentive than that. If it's going to impact on the most vulnerable you know, group of our society, children, wouldn't you want to take care of yourself and have the courage to do so? It's confronting to face these things, but when you do, trust me, it feels amazing. And just be reminded, different things work for different people. Um, different people handle situations in different ways. One thing I find really helpful I've come across something called cognitive behavioral therapy. Now, this works for me, not might, might not work for anyone else, but it's helpful for me because it, it's teaching me to rewire my initial responses to situations. 
just Google this if you think it might be helpful. There's heaps of stuff there. But it's basically a method of when you come across a situation, it's rewiring how we instinctively come about it. And my way is to think of extreme, unrealistic um, results to a situation. And it's not helpful. And it's I found it really good because it's actually making me reshape situations that arise, you know, talking with a parent or dealing with workplace issues or anything in a really positive way. And that's been really helpful for me. So find what works for you and stick with it and improve on it. A final thing that I think is really important is be reminded that you are a teacher, yes, but you're a lot of other different things. I'm a teacher, yes, but I'm a husband, a Christian, a video gamer, a podcaster, a book reader, a bushwalker. You are lots of different things. And I don't mean that as a condescending note, but I find the hardest thing is that too often I can't separate William Cook from being a teacher. And what that is is when someone critiques the teacher side of me, I take it as a William Cook criticism. And this creates so much stress. And I know the subscribers of this podcast are passionate people who love what they do. But we need to separate being a teacher with being the person you are. It is an important part of who you are, but it is only one aspect. And if we separate it, it's going to be invaluable for how we deal with stress. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Normally they aren't this short, but I thought, let's just do it. I'm not going to blabber on. Um, Share it if you want. Um, subscribe to us through iTunes in the show notes I'll put a book I've been reading that's amazing and um, a link to our Facebook group but yeah I hope you really take what I've said to heart only because that's been my journey and I found it amazing next fortnight we're going to go back to part two of our reflections of leadership with our interview but I thought for this week I really want to do something that was close to my heart and talk about just something that I feel like often really gets overlooked and it's relevant to everyone, not just early childhood perspectives. I mean, early childhood professionals. Thank you so much for listening.